0: Okay, Proverbs 31, verse 23. Now, we've been talking about this woman for uh, 11 weeks now, and I think we've seen some very interesting and exciting things about this this well-rounded or well-balanced woman, this wife, who does all these things that I'm not going to repeat anymore, but who, we read now in verse 23, has a husband. <laughs> First time we he- hear this, husband mentioned. And listen to what we hear about the husband. Known in the gates as her husband when he sits among the elders of the land. Oh, you say. Here's this woman getting up early in the morning before it's, while it's still dark, tearing all over the place, getting the best bargain she can get, buying a a, a field and, and girding her arms up and planting a vineyard, uh, working like crazy at night at, at this distaff and spindle and and uh, making clothes for herself and for her household and all these kinds of things. And here's this no-good husband of hers sitting with his feet up in the gates. Ah, what a guy he must be. Wait a minute, wise. Wait a minute. You misunderstand this entirely. Let me make it clear. This husband of hers, who is mentioned in verse 23, when when it speaks about him, it's still really speaking about her. Let me explain what I'm saying here. Uh, Known in the gates as her husband. What are these gates? Uh, Does he just kind of hang around the gates and sit down around some gates someplace with his feet up? No, 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 no. This is talking about an old-timey city, way back in biblical times. And you know, the gates of a city were not like we think of gates today. A gate today is just kind of a couple... Uh, boards, or or bars of iron, or something like that uh, that swing on hinges. That wasn't what a gate was in those days. A gate was a building. It was, of course, a place that had doors. It was an entrance area, but right at the entrance area was a big room, or two or three rooms if it was a big city. And these rooms were where the elders of the city or the town fathers met. And what this is saying is is that he sits among the town fathers. He is one of the leaders of the community. And not only one of the leaders of the community, but one who is well-known. One of the outstanding leaders of the community. To sit among the elders is not to loaf, but it's to go down to the uh, the city hall and be one of those who is ruling and running the affairs of the city. Do You see, that's what it's talking about. And what we're really saying here is that this husband has reached such a place of prominence in the city, and one of the reasons why he has reached such a place of prominence as this is because he has a wife like this. That's the point. We're still talking about the wife. That she has been a large share of helping him to rise to a place of real prominence among his fellow citizens so that he is one of the rulers of the city. Now do you understand what it's saying? I hope that makes things a little bit clearer for you. This guy isn't loafing by the very virtues which his wife has been exhibiting. She has helped him to reach a place of great prominence. That's the point that's being made. And uh, we read in verse uh, 24 that she makes linen garments and sells them and delivers sashes or belts to the merchants. Now, we've already seen that she's got a vineyard going, that she's making other kinds of things. And now we read that she's uh, making linen garments and selling them and delivering sashes to the merchants. Here's another business or two that she's got going on the side. This gal is fantastic. Uh, don't ever tell me that a working wife uh, is, a, is a wrong thing. It could be a wrong thing, of course, if the wife was neglecting her family as a result of it or if she was uh, job-oriented rather than uh, family-oriented and husband-oriented. But it is not necessarily wrong for a Christian woman to be working, you see. Here she has another job, too, and uh, she's making more money selling things and delivering things to the merchants for price and so on. And, uh, boy, this gal is really active and really... A, uh, a workhorse. And you know, uh, I think the Lord likes that kind of work in a person. He doesn't want any neglect for the family, but he surely wants each woman to work to the fullest of her capacity. Now I don't believe that every woman can do everything that this woman did here. She must have been a woman of extraordinary gifts. But certainly God wants everything that you can done, do done. He wants you to work to the fullest of your capacity. He wants you to make a, a, a reasonable, sober evaluation of your life, as he says in Romans 12, of your gifts. And then he wants you to live according to that evaluation. Now the standard here is is set pretty high in this 31st chapter. Maybe not everybody can quite measure up to every bit of it. Certainly all the main emphases ought to be a part of everybody's life. The punctuality, the working according to schedule, the planning ahead, uh the being prepared ahead the willingness to do hard work the uh, uh willingness to give to the poor the uh willingness to develop all of your gifts and be able to to take responsibility and be trustworthy all these things of course are a part of every one of of uh our lives and they ought to be a part of your life if you're a woman who knows Jesus Christ as her savior and wants to serve him well but uh, not everybody can do everything to the same extent that this woman did. Maybe you only can carry on a little bit of of, uh, of work uh, that is profitable, that makes money on the outside. Or maybe at this point in your life with four children uh, preschoolers, it's not possible at this point in your life to do that. However, it is not wrong, certainly, to do so. In fact, this woman is constantly commended for having these kinds of jobs. And it's, interestingly, notice that this, was the, this working wife was not somebody who necessarily probably uh, needed all this extra money. We see that she gave some of the money to the poor, and not only that, her husband was one of the most prominent men in the community. He was one of the elders of the land. So it's altogether possible that, uh, that uh, they were a rather wealthy family and uh, that uh, they really didn't need all the extra money that she was bringing in anyhow. Uh, they, they certainly could use it, and they were using it, and they were using it well. But uh, the point is that uh, it was not because of of dire necessity, surely, that she was doing all this extra work. And so um, here is a point to keep in mind, too. He was among the elders of the land, and yet she was making linen garments and selling them and delivering sashes to the merchants. And She didn't think that was beneath her either because her husband was such a prominent person. She was willing to work at hard and dirty and difficult work, even though her husband was a very famous and prominent man in the community. Uh, Some people think that they have to quit this kind of uh, hard work or making their own clothes and that kind of thing uh, because their husband is in a place of prominence. Forget it. You can continue to use all of your gifts and develop all of your gifts instead of becoming a bored and uh, uh, miserable woman. You can begin to develop everything to the full and use it to the full and continue to do so no matter how prominent your husband gets. In fact, the more you use your gifts that way, the more you're likely to boost him and help him to that place as this is indicating in verse uh, 23. Now, uh, we might uh, just close this particular broadcast by saying some of you women out there have heard the impact of this thing day after day after day after day now for 12 weeks or 12 broadcasts rather you've been listening to this exposition and it's not over yet and some of you know that you fall far short where do you begin? I would suggest you begin by making a list of all the things that you know need to be changed and then take them up one by one prayerfully together with your husband and start to make those changes Figure out a way, and if the two of you can't figure out a way, then go to your pastor and sit down with him in your list and figure out a way before God from the scriptures that you know that you can do what he wants you to do. Lord, bless women that they may begin to make changes, not just listen to them and think about them, but begin to make them today, we pray. For Christ's sake, amen.